for a novel architecture by Karim Nader, podcast number two, Homes Upon Nature. I would like here to elaborate on um, the first chapter of the book, uh, which is entitled Homes Upon Nature. Uh, and the word homes is, uh, there's a strike through on the word home, uh, which is really the essential philosophical question of uh, the problem of wanting to be at home. Uh, of course, uh, also incidentally in the book, you will see a lot of uh, photographs uh, of homes, of actual houses that uh, were built uh, or not built in the form of models um, that illustrate this whole question of uh, attempting uh, to be at home. Uh, in the first chapter, we talked about the, the story of the little prince uh, and, and how uh, the little prince really had this uh, whole issue of uh, wanting to represent the sheep and it would not work. Uh, I think by extension, uh, the problem is uh, finding home, finding our route, finding our place where we are sheltered. This is the essential question of wanting uh, to be at home. Uh, what Heidegger uh, called uh, the Heimlich, which is uh, in English the homely, uh, in French demeurer, uh, demeurer, which means to dwell and to stay somewhere. Uh, so uh, the, the the way in which I, I extended this whole uh, thinking of uh, uh, the the question of the little prince that. Um, was unresolvable, and in the end, the, the aviator proposed the box, the box that was an open sign for imagination rather than a closed sign of a finished uh, uh, piece of architecture, is through certain architectural qualities, uh, such as, for example, the labyrinthine. Uh, the labyrinthine in, in architecture allows to always be somewhere where you are aware of being somewhere. Uh, so rather than, for example, opening the house completely to the view, closing and turning at 90 degrees and then discovering the view, these are devices that will enhance the labyrinthine and that will um, enhance the, the sensation of being somewhere and therefore the quest uh, for trying uh, to be at home. I would like here to confront uh, two quotations that are found in the book. One is by a Chilean architect, which I love, who is called Matthias Klotz. And the other one is by this uh, phenomenal philosopher, uh, Martin Heidegger. Matthias Klotz says, I'm interested in belonging to a place, having children and growing old. That is what my work is about. And Heidegger says, but on earth already means under the sky. Both of these also mean remaining before the divinities and include a belonging to man's being with one another. By a primal, primal oneness of the four, earth and sky, divinities and mortals, belong together in one. Earth is the serving bearer, blossoming and fruiting, spreading out in rock and water, rising up in plant and animal. When we say earth, we are already thinking of the other three along with it, but we give no thought to the simple oneness of the four. The sky is the vaulting path of the sun, the course of the changing moon, the wandering glitter of the stars, the year's seasons and their changes, the light and dusk of day, the gloom and glow of night, 
the clemency and the clemency of the weather, the drifting clouds and blue depths of the ether. When we say sky, we are already thinking of the other three along with it, but we give no thought to the simple oneness of the four. Martin Heidegger, building, dwelling, thinking. I've always been fascinated uh, by the question of place. And um, all of my attempts at doing houses and therefore at creating homes uh, have started from a place. They have started from a site. And the site always is a confrontation with a certain natural environment because most of the houses that I was uh, given to, to design, including the ones that are in cities, uh, are uh, very much uh, in a natural environment. And uh, I wanted to say, uh, nature builds us and we build upon nature, uh, which is basically this back and forth dialogue where nature gives us the building blocks, gives us ourselves, we are nature. And then from an understanding of nature, we create an architecture. This logic of uh, nature building us and building upon nature uh, expressed itself in several projects. For example, I had the opportunity to build on the sea, like in Amshit Residence or in Villa Kali, uh, where the horizontality of the Mediterranean, uh, the clashing of the waves, uh, the slope gently trickling down towards the sea, were very strong forces that were, would start to, to dictate the design. Uh, also, Matthias Klotz says, Wally is preferably found in the cross-section. <laughs> Wally being like uh, the, the answer to the question. Uh, I find it a very, again, simple and uh, startling uh, statement. Draw a cross-section, especially in Lebanon, where you have those mountains which are going down gently towards the sea. And there's always this slope which is creating this amphitheater to the observation and the enjoyment of the horizon. So draw a cross-section and then understand how you're going to walk down towards the sea and create uh, an architectural space and form and materiality. Uh, I have had also the opportunity to build in uh, rural environments and in villages, uh, such as uh, Bastille houses, but also uh, in uh, very arid, uh, moon-like uh, spaces, uh, such as the House on the Rocks uh, in Fara. Uh, I've been also confronted with very strange uh, questions like building a glass house in the spirit of Philip Johnson in, uh, in the traditional village of, uh, of Ba'alin in the, in the Shouf uh, in Lebanon. So, so like that, the human environment, the natural environment, creates a starting point for an architectural situation. I would like here to simply uh, read a part of the book where I talk about the influences that have uh, created this architecture. I talk about uh, Jean Nouvel and Mathias Klotz as uh, two contradictory influences. Uh, Jean Nouvel, the architecture of situation, the, uh, the art of creating a singular concept for a singular situation, but quite often high-tech and quite often complicated and expensive. And Matthias Klotz, the simplicity of the straightforward answer. And then I say, but there are many other influences. 
And today I would simply say that I'm the vagabond hybrid of the sum of those travels, digested and reconceptualized as novel and projected onto new sites and situations. I here think quickly of the Hadith's Vitra Fire Station, the Igualada Cemetery Park by Miralles and Pinos, Azuma House by Tadawando, Le Corbusier's La Tourette, of course, and many others, such as Starco by Adore Juliard in Beirut, or the Interdesign Showroom by Khalil Khouri in Clemenceau in Beirut, etc. If I'm indeed made from this mix of East-West influences, certain local vernacular experiences have also been formative emotional shocks. I think in particular of the Palace of Mir Amin in Beit Din as the paradigm of Lebanese-ness, where all is stage set to arouse serial emotions. Oriental space in action, it takes you from pleasure to pleasure. Small door to enter, of course. You can't reveal everything at once. 90 degree turn. I'm here talking about the Labyrinthine again. You could almost hear the horseshoes rattling at the entrance. Longitudinal water fountain across space, almost still waters. Another 90 degree turn. And the valley view, of course, flanked left and right by the most slender columns you can achieve in stone under the best proportioned arches by the best masons of the time. Deeper into the palace, a closed courtyard this time, with a few fruiting trees, a femininely worn space, pink, pink and yellow stained glass, perfect opportunity to, get, to catch some shade and take a break, maybe even meditate before lunch or after party. If the palace of Mir Amin arouses emotions through a relentless pursuit of spatial and earthly pleasures in stone, in a similar but opposite way, this is also seen in Anaya in the austerity of the Maronite ascetic life. I'm here talking about the hermitage of Marshallville. This time, imagine a similar site with the best 360 view towards several valleys, mountains, and the sea. Imagine snow in the cold winters, but little to no heating. Imagine extreme spiritual thirst to the extent of abandoning regular life and family. A total disinterest in earthly pleasures for the sake of the passion for eternity. If stones could talk, but they do, in the Daedalus of the few cut stone volumes that compose the working, living, praying blocks of the hermit's hilltop retreat, a thick and tangible energy emanates all the way to the back room where the suit of years of candles burning have transformed the white chalk walls into a layer of deep black, only erased by the futile attempts of local tourists at immortalizing their names. At the doorstep, a simple sign, in Arabic and French only, cell where the saint died. I'm here talking about very contradictory uh, references as well. Uh, one is uh, the palace of a prince, uh, the prince Amin, Mir Amin, uh, in the Shouf area of Lebanon, a very luxurious but refined palace that is looking towards the view. And the second one is a hermitage uh, of, a, of a group of hermits, one of them who became a saint in the region of Anaya, uh, in the uh, north of Lebanon. Uh, both of them are stone constructions. Both of them are on sites of very commanding views with uh, very dramatic uh, valleys and, uh, and, and views to the sea. But uh, the purpose of both of them is very opposite. One of them is for the pleasure of earthly life. The other one is for the, uh, the transcendence from earthly life. And... Uh, those, those contradictions 
also find them themselves in my work. Uh, I was uh, I would think in in particular of one project which is called the the House on the Rocks, uh, where both of these things had to happen at the same time in the house. There was this very rocky dramatic uh, landscape. Uh, where we had to place a house that would be for the pleasure, but at the same time, for the client, it was the idea of his of his retreat. And uh, so we decided to, uh, to to work with raw concrete uh, this time around, uh, because I wanted simply to to echo the color uh, of the rocks and to somehow reproduce them. It's not a copy of nature, of course, but it is it is like a, an extension of, uh, of nature's canvas. And to, to then surmount all of this by a very thin zinc roof, and in between those rocks there would be glass, glass for the pleasure, for the view, and the concrete volumes uh, as the monk cells.
on the rocks. It is on a spectacular canvas of greys that he desires to retreat. He chooses an inspiring site in Fakra, where rock formations carved by millennia of rain and snow compose a naturally inviting cradle with panoramic views to the club, the surrounding rock park, the valleys and Beirut beyond. Seeking a total immersion in nature, we expand the existing grey canvas into man-made, fair-faced concrete volumes that contain the intimate functions of the house. Bridging across those apparently dispersed boxes, a zinc roof floats to create a seeming enclosure. But where roof happens, enclosure disappears. And where enclosure happens, roof disappears. The intimacy of enclosure is here opposed to the openness of an extreme transparency, as they do not happen at once in this atypical house. Later on, I say, the overall composition, a multitude of grey volumes surmounted by a roof, do reiterate the elements of a house iconography. But it is as if nature has taken over, and in the numerous gaps where light seeps at varying angles, it is more of a garden folly that emerges this time. So, uh, once more, the attempt of creating a home, the home with a strike through the attempt of finding this home. And in this case, very extreme case, the confrontation of opacity and presence of concrete with punctured windows, with the openness, the openness of glass, full height glass, that uh, almost dissolves the whole notion of a home. In, in the middle of the snow and in the middle of the rocks, the openness, as if you were... Uh, abandoned in nature and how and architecture has lost its capacity to enclose you and protect you to to create an architecture of contradiction where you could at the same time experience the power of nature but also be protected <laughs> 